Mom's memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Thanks so much for being there. 106.1 FM Nash Icon is where we are at. Of course, weekdays, 4 to 6, taking you home. Thanks so much for being there. On iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, great apps. They're free, free downloads for you. Uh, you get a chance to take the show with you anywhere you're going. I mean, these are great mobile apps I discovered years ago, okay? Uh, the podcasts are on here as well. Again, our podcast, of course, uh, you can uh, you can check out the radio stations out across the country. I mean, just, uh, again, free apps. But more importantly, again, you get a chance to be able to take this program with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. And I mentioned the podcast. Uh, it's doing fantastic. So, uh, again, uh, thankful for those that listen to us on 106.1 FM, uh, Nash Icon, each and every weekday, 4 to 6. But uh, also, again, those that are from around the world that are listening to the podcast, thank you so much. Uh, shout out to each and every one of you. Uh, Anchor is our home base, but we're everywhere. We're on every podcasting platform out there. Uh, again, so check out the show uh, at your leisure on the podcast. Uh, and, uh, of course, we usually have that up for you about minutes after the program ends each and every day. All right. Um, Today on the program, Les East is going to join us on the show uh, from CrestedSports.com. That's not going to be until 535. Uh, so we'll have some time to, to open up the phone lines a little bit later on the show uh, to get your take on what happened last night with the Saints, the Pelicans. Um, also, again, we'll talk a little bit today about the governor lifting the mask mandate, uh, indoor mask mandate here in the uh, state. Now, again, that's with the exception of uh, K-12 through schools. Now, those 12, K-12 through schools... Uh, they can opt out if they're implementing CDC quarantine st- guidance standards. So, you know, whatever that means. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, what we did get to yesterday, which now is blowing up everywhere, something that I posted on Friday on, on my social media platforms uh, about, again, the lack of police protection here in the city and how that's going to, again, affect uh, major events here in the city going forward. Um, we'll talk about that as we go forward on today's show. And uh, don't forget, look, uh, our social media platforms are at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on, on Instagram. We try to keep up with everything uh, that happens with the show on those social media platforms, uh, including some commentary every now and then on Saints, uh, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, and, of course, what's happening politically and what's happening in our city and state. So, again, uh, if you're not subscribed, if you're not um, a friend or, again, following me on Twitter, please do so. Again, a uh, great way to keep up with the, the program. Also this week, man, I'm happy to bring on Ed Daniels to the uh, award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports uh, Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also now live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. And we got a lot of folks, that, again, from around the, uh, the country, around the world, that are watching our show on, on, on the uh, uh, WLA-TV YouTube page. So remember, you can check that out there. Also at ericasher.com. Uh, you can also, again, catch us live, as I mentioned, Thursday at 1 p.m. on LAE, 6 p.m. on uh, on WLA-TV with our first rebroadcast, 10 p.m. on The Deuce. Uh, that's WLA-TV 2. That's all on Thursday. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Uh, 2 a.m. on The Deuce every Saturday morning, every Saturday afternoon, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And as mentioned, always on our social media platforms, always on the WLA-TV YouTube page, and always at ericasher.com. Well, i got to tell you right now, uh, great night last night um, for uh, for the Saints and the Pelicans. Of course, the Saints get a, uh, a huge win in Seattle, a tough place to play, 13-10. Uh, to 10. Wasn't pretty. It doesn't have to be. It's a W. You take those. 
Uh, of course, uh, and then the Pelicans get their first win of the season on, on kind of a back-to-back, right? I mean, it wasn't a, a true back-to-back, but again, they stayed in Minneapolis uh, and they played back-to-back games with Minnesota. Uh, they win last night 107-98, to uh, their first win of the season. Uh, and we'll talk about all that uh, as we go forward on today's program. Uh, but um, first of all, let me say, after watching Tulane and LSU get blown out over the weekend, you know, again, Tulane on last Thursday and an LSU on Saturday. Um, and then, of course, the Pelicans kind of limping in with the regular season being 0-3, watching again what happened against them uh, with um, on Chicago and then uh, up, up in Minneapolis. I got to tell you right now, last night, and I'm just being honest with you here, I, I, was, I was looking forward to the Saints game. I really was. But – I wasn't looking forward to the Pels game because I knew I wasn't going to get to it till after midnight, uh, and so I really just you know it was like I was just I was almost dreading it, and and the last thing I wanted to see was what that um, that that, um, that that green color that both the Seahawks and and, and the Timberwolves kind of share, uh, but again all's well that ends well. Last night wasn't pretty, but it was a winning Monday night, and that that's again a far cry from what we've seen uh, over the last couple of weeks, especially when it comes collegiately with LSU and Tulane being so up and down this season. And, of course, the, the, up until last night, the Pelicans, uh, again, winless. Uh, first of all, when, when you look at, it, at, at last night's game, first of all, you've you got to say this. Um, it, was, it was a game that was a tough game. It was a physical game. And when you look at the um, – when you look, just look at the elements, which weren't as bad as, again, everybody thought they were going to be um, – you still, again, it still turned out to be a pretty much of a defensive effort. And it's just the kind of way that the Saints are going to go this year right now. I mean, I think they're going to get better offensively, and I'm going to get into this after the break. But I think right now you've got to be happy with what you have. You've got a team that's in transition. First of all, you've got a defensive team that now has been looked stout uh, on all three levels. Uh Anyamata's coming back. That's going to help the interior pass rush and also, again, uh, help along with the run. But the Saints played really, really good defense last night. I mean, if you look at, the again, the, the teams, and you would know the history of these teams, you'd, you know, again, you'd expect, again, the Seattle Seahawks to be playing the type of defense the Saints played last night. Again, this is a championship-type defense if they can keep this up. Now, again, injuries can, can always play a part in this. We saw, again, what Davenport met coming back to this team last night. Uh, in terms of the pass rush and also stopping the run. But what you really got to be pleased about is the second and third levels of the defense. I'll get a little bit more in-depth in this as we go forward on the program. But, again, the fact that, that again, you have linebackers uh, that can go sideline to sideline, uh, speed, guys that, again, fill gaps quickly. Uh, again, they don't miss many tackles. Uh, and they have the ability, again, not just to cover, but also, to, again, to be able to rush the passer. Uh, sure tackling, as I mentioned. Uh, especially at that linebacker position. Now you have depth. Again, you know, while we walked into the season thinking that, man, this, they weren't going to have a lot of depth at linebacker. And Quan Alexander's got to get back. Well, again, that's not the case anymore. I mean, there is quality depth there. And uh, the depth that's only going to get better because a lot of that depth is young players. And, and the more they play, the better they're going to get. And then you look at the back end of the defense. I mean, you look at P.J. Williams, for example. You know, I saw something on social media, I don't know, maybe a week or so ago about, um, uh, was it Milton Mack, um, the running back from the Indianapolis Colts that's on, on the uh, trading block. By the way, the trade deadline is on November the 2nd uh, in the NFL. And then the Saints maybe share, trade P.J. Williams. I'll tell you right now, 
I wouldn't trade P.J. Williams right now. <laughs> P.J. Williams is playing really good ball, as is the rest of the secondary. I mean, you look at the rest of the secondary, again, from uh, guys that can lock you down on the outside. Again, depth at cornerback now, where you didn't really have quality depth there. To, again, guys that can play close to the line of scrimmage, like a C.J. Gardner-Johnson. And, and, of course, uh, a Malcolm Jenkins. To, again, on the back end, where, where, again, you feel pretty good about Marcus Williams, even though, again, he did whiff on that 84-yard touchdown uh, play to, uh, to, from um, Smith to Metcalf. Uh, but for the most part, he's had, a, he's had a Pro Bowl season. So you like what you got on the back end. So now you hope that you're going to be able to generate more of a pass rush with, with again, getting, again, a guy like Anyamata back, a guy like Davenport, and hopefully you're, gonna, you're going to stay injury-free for, for the rest of the season. Um, so all of a sudden, again, this defense is to be reckoned with. And, and, look, I really feel that they've scratched the surface here. Last night they had to be physical. They had to be thumpers. They were, they were physical and they were thumpers. But I got a feeling that, that we're going to start to see him uh, Dennis Allen being much more creative going forward uh, in, in terms of his, his blitz packages uh, because he can, because you do have corners that can lock down on the outside. Look, the only weakness in, in, in uh, Lattimore's game is when he's got to cover a crossing route one-on-one, and that's the most difficult route to, co- to be able to cover in the NFL. You get a fast receiver, takes a few steps off the line, and then darts across the, uh, the opposite side of the field where, again, uh, the cornerback has to give chase. That's about the only way you're going to beat Lattimore um, in, in, in terms of, again, one-on-one uh, offense versus defense, wide receiver versus defensive back. Just it is. You take him straight up where, again, he's got to go hip-to-hip with you, uh, uh, going down going, again, vertical on the field. Uh, he's going to be there all day long, and he's going to be, again, he's either going to uh, keep that wide receiver from, from getting open to the point that, again, the quarterback won't even look their way, or, again, if they challenge him, uh, he's going to defend the passer. He's going to intercept it. He's playing that well. Odebo has continued to play well. Uh, we saw Roby get into the game more last night, okay? So across the board, when you look at the secondary right now, they're playing well. And, and you got to like, again, what you're seeing out of first, second, and third levels of defense, and it's showing. I'm going to give you the stats a little bit later on in the show on, again, where, where the defense is right now. Offensively, look, I'm just going to say right now, it's still a work in progress. Uh, you're looking at a situation where it's probably the worst receiving court in the NFL. And, look, I'm, I'm being kind here. I, I called the pedestrian yesterday, right? I mean, you just look. You look at the, at the wide receiver corner. I mentioned this yesterday to to um, um, I'm trying to think of who our, who our guest, to Larry Holder, our guest, and, and and I mentioned at that time. I said, you know, look at look at the receivers they had last night: Callaway, undrafted free agent; Humphrey, undrafted free agent; Kevin White, undrafted free. Now, I believe Kevin White was a draftee, uh, but he was street free agent. Uh, Traquan Smith, third round pick in, in, uh, in 2018, but a guy that has been often injured and has never re- reached his potential. Uh, you didn't have Deontay Harris last night who's become a playmaker for you. But again, remember, college free agent, college free agent. Ty Montgomery, uh, again, unrestricted free agent, a guy that can play multiple positions for you, a running back and wide receiver. Uh, he's, he's a nice player, but he's a guy that, again, supports your wide receiving position. He's not a go-to guy. Kenny Stills has proven in the NFL he can be a deep threat at times. He can be a guy that you can count on. But, look, he's been hot and cold his whole whole career. That's one of the reasons why he was on the street. Now, I mean, I'm not knocking him because I think that ultimately when Michael Thomas comes back, uh, it's going to help Kenny Stills and Callaway and Smith and Humphrey and Harris and Montgomery. And, you know, by that time, White will probably be back on the practice squad. But this is not a really good wide receiving court right now. Uh, 
you look at the, where the offense is, the offense is Alvin Kamara. I mean, Kamara is the offense. Kamara's the offense in terms of catching the balls out the backfield and running the football. You know, there, there isn't even a guy behind him right now when you can really say, uh, you know, you had a Latavius Murray and that was a one-two punch. There's no one-two punch now when it, when it comes to the, the running back position. It's Kamara. I mean, Washington is injured. Uh, Tony Jones is injured. Uh, Zigbo came in last night. Again, he didn't do much. Uh, and then you have Ty Montgomery who can, can fill in at times. you got Lamar Miller on, on the practice squad. He hasn't been called up yet. I mean, it's been the Alvin Kamara show on offense. And then you've had, again, a revolving door on, on the offensive line up to this point. Look, you got your, your full complement of offensive linemen uh, last night, and then what happens? Andres Pete gets hurt. Looks like he might be out for the season. Again, that has not been confirmed yet, but it looked like, again, a pec uh, injury of some type. And, look, we've seen that, right? You know, maybe he has an opportunity to come back later, but it looks like he's going to be out for at least a few weeks at the very minute, at minimum. So, you know, you know, you've had a revolving door of players at that offensive line trying to be able to figure out a new quarterback. Same quarterback, 15 years. You knew what the guy was going to do. You knew where the guy was going to be on the field. He was, getting, he was stepping up. Rarely did he roll out unless it was a design rollout. You knew where Breeze was going to be at every point on the field. And, again, this offensive line uh, feasted on that, knowing, again, exactly where the quarterback was going to be. He's stepping up, going to your mind's eye. Breeze is stepping up. He's on his tippy toes. He, he again, uh, sees who he's going to throw the ball to uh, and, and lets it go. Not that way with Jameis Winston. Winston is not a pocket quarterback. Again, uh, there were a few times last night where I saw him actually step up in the pocket. But most of the time, Again, he's not stepping up. He's using that arm strength to be able to get the ball out. But I, I keep hearing so much criticism of, of Jameis Winston, and, and it's kind of mind-blowing at this point. I mean, I'm going to mention this a little bit later on as, as we kind of get deeper into this after the break, but ladies and gentlemen, Drew Brees ain't coming back. And, you know, if everybody thinks, okay, you know, at this point, Winston should be further along, brand-new system, brand-new coach, brand-new offensive line, um, again, weapons that uh, 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 a, an offense that are devoid of weapons for the most part, with the exception of Alvin Kamara, and you're asking this guy to be able to create miracles. I know Drew Brees did it. Drew Brees is the first ballot Hall of Famer. He had 15 years in this offense. When you look at him and Peyton, again, and they, they, they were as one uh, in, in terms of, again, what they were thinking on the field, what was going to happen, where, again, where the ball was supposed to go, where the reads. You can see Winston, when he comes back on, on the sideline, when something goes wrong, first thing Peyton asks him is then, what did you see? What did you see? And he's got to explain that. And it's a little bit different, and again, with, with, with Breeze, and in a lot of cases was coming to the sidelines, telling him exactly what he saw and what he didn't see. So there's a trust factor there between Sean Payton and Jameis Winston that still has to be uh, cultivated going forward. But you guys are looking for a rookie quarterback? Is that what you guys are looking for? You're looking to get into the draft now and draft a rookie quarterback at this point? At least he's a veteran. At least, again, he's been in the league. Is he perfect? No, he's not. But he's learning on the job. So, look, the one thing he hasn't done that, again, uh, that again a lot of us, myself included, were fearful of, is turn the ball over. Has he been as accurate as, as maybe, again, uh, he should be? No. But he's not Drew Brees accurate. He, again, we, were, we have been spoiled over the last 15 years by having Drew Brees under center. And I told you this. I said this going way back when, again, a lot of you were squawking about Brees can't throw the ball 10 yards, he needs to go. And, again, I told you then, you would rue the day 
that Drew Brees hung it up. And you'd be wishing for a quarterback like Drew Brees from that point forward. Maybe one day you'll have a situation where Jameis Winston can, can, can become more uh, acclimated to the offense. He can become more confident. And, and, and again, maybe we'll see some Brees-like play. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, ultimately he's not the answer, and Sean Payton has to get a, a quarterback from college or, or import a quarterback, and that quarterback is, uh, can, can do what Breeze did. But right now, Jameis Winston is your quarterback. Taysom Hill's not coming in to be able to take his place. He's not going to be a, a better option here. He's the best option for the New Orleans Saints to have a chance to go to the playoffs this year. And I, I do not understand the consternation about Jameis Winston right now. You know, I get it all over my social media. Winston's got to go. He's garbage. He's this. He's the best you got. Give him time. It's been six games. Now, if he's still playing like this, when we get to, you know, game 12, well, then maybe, again, you got an issue here. There's been a lot of moving parts on this team, and part of it is, again, the lack of talent. If you want to point to that, point to the coaching staff and, 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 and point to, again, the, the, the front office. In, in terms of, again, going into the season with the last two years of having, again, great, not, not good, but great wide receiver classes. Not good, but great wide receiver classes and not drafting any. I mean, that's the bottom line. Again, they're, they're trying to, again, they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle like they did with Breeze where they bring in undrafted free agents and all of a sudden Breeze makes them in, in, into, into pro bowlers. You know, Marcus Colson's not coming around anytime soon. So you got to play with what you have. And I know a lot of people, again, are still, again, you know, they're expecting this, you know, shock and awe. Look, he can throw the ball on. He's having difficulty right now getting the intermediate routes. But that's as much on, on the wide receivers as it is on the quarterback. This is a timing offense. You have to be able to trust where the receiver is going to be, and that receiver is going to be running the route that he needs to run, and he's going to be there. And how many times have you seen, again, if you go back and look, and if you would break it down play by play and know what the play was supposed to be, where the wide receiver is going to be? Look, the coach knows, the quarterback knows, the wide receiver knows, the offense knows, again, ultimately whose mistake it was, but it automatically goes on Jameis Winston. Is he perfect? No, but he's the best you got. So you better get used to it. Because let me tell you something. If something happens to him where he gets injured and you have to go to, a, again, uh, either, either a, a, a full-time deal with Taysom Hill as your quarterback or Trevor Simeon, huh, let me tell you something. You can just kiss the playoffs goodbye. The best opportunity for the New Orleans Saints to be able to get into the playoffs is Jameis Winston. It's a one-year trial for both him and Taysom Hill. Hopefully, again, he continues to be able to mature and grow under the system. But I just don't understand, again, so, you know, you, you, he's not turning the ball over. I mean, that was the one thing that we worried about, the turning the ball. He's not fumbling the ball, and he's not, he's not throwing interceptions. Everything else is a work in progress. So we'll see how it plays out. But I just do not understand this. If you are looking at this realistically and you look at, again, the lack of weapons on this team right now, you're expecting him to be able to carry this team. And for the most part, has. This has really been Kamara's offense. Without Kamara, there is no offense. But without Jameis Winston, I'm not sure, again, where this team would be. So we'll see how it plays out. But I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, temper your expectations here right now. Allow the guy to grow within the system before you want to, again, toss him to the sidelines. Remember, again, take a look at who he's throwing to. Hopefully this gets better with Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas is going to get a lot of attention when he comes back. It's going to help every, play, every player, again, that's, that, again, is a pass catcher on this team. 
I mean, you can't even rely on the tight ends right now. Troutman fumbles last night. Again, puts the Seahawks right back in the game. Uh, you look at, 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 at Griffin. Uh, he is, a, a, again, a blocker. Um, you look at, the, again, the, the situation with Juwan Johnson. He's hot and cold. So, again, take a look at the roster every now and then. Take, take a look at, again, what, what's going on. Take a look at the stats. And it'll tell, it'll tell the story that Jameis Winston right now, is, again, is, is devoid of weapons with the exception of Alvin Kamara. And Alvin Kamara is a guy that's carrying this offense. By the way, before I go to break, I do want to say this. What a game by Demario Davis. I'm going to tell you something right now. That's my new man crush. You know, the Saints have been so lucky when it, when it comes to linebackers for the New York Jets. You know, when Vilma came over and he was a cast away from the Jets because they said, again, they, that, again, they were switching the defense. He couldn't play in the, in, in the defense. I think they were going from a 3-4 to a 4-3. Uh, and, and ultimately, again, they said that, uh, that he couldn't play in that defense. He comes to New Orleans. And outside of Ricky Jackson, uh, again, uh, as far as linebackers go, uh, let, me, let me say this. Outside of the Dome Patrol, as linebackers go, Vilma's right up there. Well, let me tell you something right now. Move over, John Vilma. Because Demario Davis is right there now. The dude is an all-pro linebacker. He does not get the recognition that is deserved uh, by anyone in the league. We know it. We see it week in, week out. He is the heart and soul and the heartbeat of this defense. He is the one player that is irreplaceable on this defense. There is no other Demario Davis on this defense. And uh, just watching him again play last night, uh, going from sideline to sideline, making the plays, making the calls, uh, just a terrific player and a, a tremendous amount. First of all, be happy he's from Mississippi, okay? He wanted to come back to the south. He wanted to be close to home. That's how he ended up in New Orleans. Uh, but, again, a good get by, again, the uh, pro personnel uh, department for the New Orleans Saints because this guy has been a hand in glove in terms of the defense and uh, just does it every single week and does it at a very, very high level. The fact that, again, that, that, that again he's not an all-pro and that, and that he has been overlooked year after year since he's been here is a travesty. Well, let me tell you something right now. He put the entire NFL on notice last night that he is not to be forgotten going forward. Uh, that was, again, that was one of the greatest, great linebacker games maybe in the, definitely in the history of the New Orleans Saints. But when you look at what he did, and I can't wait to go back and watch the whole game a, a second time, um, he was everywhere. He did everything for this team. Not just the emotional leader, but, again, a, a true leader on the field. And you ought to be glad you got a guy like Demario Davis anchoring this, this uh, defense for this team. Because you want to talk about how great this defense is? It starts with double D. It starts with Demario Davis. All right, well, let's take a break. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your air conditioning system? It's Burkhardt. Now, look, they promised us a cool snap, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm hearing from the weathermen last night that, you know, we're going to be in the 40s on the North Shore and the 50s on the South Shore this weekend. If you're cranking up the heater before you do it, be smart. Do it for your family. Do it for yourself. Make sure that you have a professional inspect your heating system. Clean it. Make sure, again, it's working properly. Last thing you need is any kind of problems, again, with carbon monoxide poisoning or, again, fires. Uh, again, again it's, it's, it's inexpensive, and it's, it's an it's a, it's a ounce of prevention in terms of your, uh, your, air, your heating system. Call Burkhart. 15 th- trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Nate certified technicians. They'll come in there, service that heater for you, get it ready for the entire season. So, again, you can, uh, you can uh, rest assured that you know that Burkhart's standing behind the work and making sure that, again, your heater is working safely. 
Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Marty McFly mornings, the best country for the North Shore all day. And the conversations New Orleans are having every afternoon happens on 1061 Nash Icon and online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Glago Williams, attorney at law. Hey, non-lawyer spokesperson, business and homeowners, if you feel you were underpaid by your insurance company after Hurricane Ida, legal help is available. Call Glago Williams Attorneys at Law today. Call 504-500-2020. Responsible attorney Mark Glago, office in New Orleans. Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway. They're heavy from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also, if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, delays are steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays that are solid on 10 eastbound from Orleans to the high rise. Be mindful of an accident on 10 eastbound at the North Claiborne on-ramp. Also, be mindful of backups that are steady on 10 westbound from Causeway to Williams. In the meantime, look out for delays on the 610 on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, Great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Uh, I'm going to shift gears for a moment away from um, uh, the Saints. And we'll talk about the Pelicans as well. Big win for them last night, getting their first win of the, uh, of the season. Uh, but something I wanted to get to yesterday but didn't have a chance to and something that I, I, I um, uh, posted about on our social media platforms. I think it was just Facebook this time. Well, actually, it was actually it was on Facebook and, and uh, Twitter on, on Friday. And uh, I talked about it a lot on this program o- o- over the years. And this, look, this, is, this goes back to really Mitch Landrew when he was mayor of New Orleans. And, of course, he came in with, um, you know, my way of the highway, uh, attitude. Actually, he actually set pretty much my way to the highway to, again, NOPD officers. And uh, a lot of those officers who were heroes in the aftermath of the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, a.k.a. Hurricane Katrina and the failure of the federal levy systems, uh, they decided to go elsewhere. And, um, look, they had places to go. Okay, and I know this. These are my generation of cops. These are guys that I grew up with, guys that I know from playing ball around around the city. Okay, in a lot of cases, you know, and just you know, knowing guys from other neighborhoods, other parts of the of the metropolitan area. Uh, a lot of those guys were again longtime cops, and uh, when when again they were they they felt like they were disrespected by Mitch Landrieu. They said, "Okay, we're out," and they had they they they, they could go to any jurisdiction they wanted in the country. They had no issues. Uh, they, a lot of them went with, their, with, with, again, federal partners, and there was a, a brain drain on the NOPD. It's something that Landry did not fix, but it's also something that LaToya Cantrell did not fix as well. So it reared its ugly head once again, and I talked about this on this program months ago when, when um, the coronavirus uh, looked like it was, it was on it. it was, the positivity rate was way down. Uh, the city, the, the, the governor had uh, lifted the mask mandate. Uh, the, the city, uh, the, the surrounding parishes, 63 other parishes were opening up for business. And uh, in the city, even, even um, LaToya Cantrell started to relax uh, some of her uh, overbearing restrictions. And then, of course, the crowds came. The crowds came from Florida. They came from Texas. They came from, uh, from Mississippi, from Alabama, from Arkansas. Uh, anybody that could drive into the city after being uh, stuck in their house for a year, uh, they wanted to party, and they came to New Orleans. And then all of a sudden, you saw the French Quarter, again, alive again. You saw hotels filling up. You saw bars and restaurants that were filling up all over the city. And at that point, what was uh, Cantrell's answer? Well, at that point, I said it back then. Her answer was to, again, go double down on restrictions. And it wasn't to me because of coronavirus or the possibility of another outbreak. It was because of the lack of NOPD officers. That really kind of came to fruition again this weekend. Uh, the Cruel Boo parade route w- was shortened. Again, the day before the parade was set to go out, leaving, leaving Canal Street out of the, out of the uh, route. Now, again, this is on the heels of, again, being the, the leak that um, Mardi Gras parades could be uh, all on one route, which would be the... Uh, uh, the St. Charles Avenue parade route. And then, again, there was some crews that may have, again, 50% of their route uh, taken away from them. And then, again, almost all crews would start at St. Charles and, and Napoleon. Now, again, she backtracked on that two days later because of the outcry from people in the city and said, well, you know, <laughs> you know we're, we're taking it under advisement, okay? Well, you look at what happened on, on, on Saturday. That's kind of a precursor to what we're looking at. Cantrell has allowed the NOPD numbers to dwindle, okay, to the point now where tourism is threatened. And, ladies and gentlemen, this is real. And, and, and again, you need to really pay attention to this. We've had a loss of 125 officers this, this year, and the year's not done yet. 
We're down to 1,000 officers uh, in, in the NOPD right now in a force that should be 1,600. 1,000. 1,000. What has she done again to, to stop attrition, to hire more officers? The loss of officers have been met with a shrug by the mayor, okay? No action of any kind. And she inherited this problem, but has done nothing to stop it. It's continued. If anything, again, it's ramped up with the number of officers that have walked away. You got veteran, you got, uh, veteran officers, that, again, that's, uh, like I said, started with Landrew, uh, that, that, that have ultimately moved on. There's obviously a microscope on police around the country, which has led to some to retire or depart for jurisdictions where maybe crime is not as rampant, where the spotlight is not as bright. And then you got this ongoing, ongoing consent decree, which has not helped in recruiting or retention when it comes to the NOPD. But again, that's no excuse. It is the mayor's responsibility to be able to make sure that the city has enough police to protect the citizens in a tourist-based economy and to be able to handle major events. I mean, that, that's the key here. Not just protecting the citizens in their neighborhoods, but again, in a tourist-based economy to be able to handle major events. She has failed to maintain the numbers needed to handle both. And that is coming to fruition right now. Look, I said this on Friday on social media. Where were the incentive packages to lure police officers from other cities and local jurisdictions to New Orleans? Well, I mean, where are those incentive packages? If you knew you were losing cops at the rate you were losing cops, what did you do to try to stop the bleeding? Um, what has she done to, again, to stop NOPD-trained recruits that, again, are getting trained in New Orleans, they stay for a while, and then they leave for another jurisdiction? Meaning, again, the, the, the city's holding the bag then, Right. You've put all this money into training these young officers. They sit for a little while, and then they head to another jurisdiction with NOPD training. What about, again, reaching out to the military, tapping into retired military to join the NOPD? Look, we've known for a while that the NOPD numbers have have been in in a sharp decline. But what has she done to stop the bleeding, ladies and gentlemen? And I'll say nothing. What's been her answer? Well, I'm saying it again. I said it on this program many, many times. Falls on deaf ears. Most people, again, are going to start taking a look at this and say, you know what? Asher's got something here. Maybe the mayor's COVID-19 restrictions targeted at the hospitality industry are more about a lack of NOPD officers than a possible COVID-19 uh, a spike. The numbers show that to be the case, ladies and gentlemen. Arlene's Parish has had the low positivity rate and the highest vaccination rate in the state. Other United States cities with the tourist-based economies and higher positivity rates have stayed open without, again, the Cantrell-type mandatory restrictions specifically targeted at the hospitality industry, slowly killing the lifeblood of, of our economy. Now, I'm just saying this again. With, with Cantrell, you always got to peek behind the curtain to see what her real agenda is or what she's trying to hide. And I'm telling this to New Orleans voters that go to the, that go to the polls on November 13th. She is banking on voters, not figuring it out until after the elections are over. She's been banking on that. That, again, that you are not paying attention, that you are apathetic. Look, Gambit said it this week, and Gambit, uh, you know, for the Times PQU, when, when the publication, again, that endorsed her last campaign for mayor chose not to endorse her for a second term, despite a bunch of inexperienced political novices running against her. Look, they cited in, 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 in this, uh, in this um, um, editorial that um, what I have pointed out really for the last four years, of a failure at every level of government, with the exception of COVID-19. Give her credit for COVID-19. 
the campaign promises she made, okay, to get elected have been broken. Broken. In four years, she has not done the things she said she was going to do. Then again, the Hard Rock debacle, which again, nobody can forget or forgive. Gambit pointed out her authoritarian way of governing, of governing, pardon me. I've called it a dictatorship. But I'll say this, at least Gambit was willing to admit his mistake this time around. Look, I was first in this market, and there's been many other hosts in this market that have mimicked me on the role of the Times-Picayune in the decline of New Orleans and Louisiana with their political endorsements. I go back to when I was a little kid. And, and you talk about, again, the, you know, uh, reading the TP and running, to the, running to, the, uh, uh, to the voting booth with my mom with the endorsements. Uh, the, the, the difference is the gambit, which is now under the Times-Picayune advocate umbrella, is at least willing to accept some responsibility in helping Cantrell be elected. Okay, the political endorsements by, again, the Times-Picayune on both the state and, and, and city level have put us exactly where we are. Okay, again, a dying city, no longer the Queen City of the South. Like I always say, vote for the name you don't know and vote opposite of the endorsements of the local paper. Those are editorial board's choices over the last 60 years have led to voters electing machine candidates, criminals or inexperienced candidates have led to the free fall that the city finds itself in, that the state finds itself in. All I can say is this. Voters in Orleans Parish, we're about two weeks away from the election, and it's a quiet election because, again, there's not a lot of money. Cantrell doesn't have to spend a lot of money because she doesn't have a lot of uh, formidable candidates. The candidates that are inexperienced, that that are involved in this race, uh, at this point don't have money either. So it's been a quiet race for the most part. But I'm telling all these parish voters they better work, wake up because we cannot afford another four years of Latoya Cantrell. To me, I, and I said this last week, a second term is more dangerous than her first term because she doesn't have to answer the voters because she's term limited. So literally, if you think it's been a dictatorship over the last four years with her again thumbing her nose at voters, what do you think it's going to be again if she gets re- elected for a second term and she has, she's not running for anything again? That's frightening. So, but again, between the loss of NOPD officers that now threaten tourism, possibly Mardi Gras going forward, just another unacceptable situation that, that has arisen from, her, from her, uh, her, her administration and her time as mayor. Hopefully, New Orleans will get it right this time around. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we 
provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Cumulus New Orleans has an immediate opening for a digital account executive. If you have at least one year experience in paid search, Google display, paid social media, and digital video advertising, and want your paycheck to directly reflect your hard work with no income cap, send your resume to nolasales at cumulus.com. That's nolasales at c-u-m-u-l-u-s.com. Cumulus New Orleans is an equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Uh, the Raiders have released former Saints wide receiver Willie Sneed, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, Drew Rosenhaus, his agent, said that um, uh, he wasn't getting playing time and uh, ultimately asked for his release. He said there's going to be a market for him. Let me say right now, the way the Saints wide receiving core is right now, uh, I, again, I know that this thing with Willie Sneed uh, left on bad terms uh, with, with the Saints and, and really with Peyton and him. Uh, again, uh, you know, uh, unexpectedly cutting him uh, the year that he was released. He ended up going to Baltimore, playing really well for the Ravens. Uh, I would give him a look-see. I would have him in for a tryout. I mean, well, again, first of all, he knows the system. Uh, he's a sure-handed wide receiver. He's going to give you an underneath uh, uh, presence uh, until Michael Thomas gets back. And even then, he's still a guy, again, that, that again, will catch the ball over the middle. Uh, what, what can it hurt at this point? Hopefully, again, the Saints are, 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 are taking a hard look at this, and they will at least bring him in uh, for a look-see because uh, the wide receiver position is devoid of talent. I mean, it's just the way it is. We've got some guys that one day may be very, very good wide receivers. Uh, but again, uh, like I said, I've been I've been using the word pedestrian just to be nice. Uh, but uh, Michael Thomas got to get back. Snead is a proven wide receiver in the NFL, so we'll see again how that plays out. Look, one other thing I mentioned earlier that uh, the governor has lifted the indoor mask mandate for the state of Louisiana. Now let me remind everybody: individual jurisdictions, individual cities, parishes can make their own rules. It'll be interesting to see what Latoya Cantrell does. Uh, look, based on, again, the positivity rate uh, here in New Orleans, uh, the number of hospitalizations, uh, the number of deaths, the number of individuals on, on ventilators, uh, we are one of the, we are the, and the vaccination rate, which is at about 60%, uh, lowest, in, lowest infection rate, lowest positivity rate in the state,
state, highest uh, vaccination rate. There's no reason why this uh, this uh, vaccination mandate ID, uh, ma- ID mandate should continue, and there's no reason why again there should be an indoor mask mandate in the city of New Orleans. Considering again, this is the lowest uh, of of all of the parishes uh, in, in in the in the state. Uh, now we'll see what she does. But obviously, again, she'll she's going to make she's going to be go to the beat of her own drummer, and a lot of that now, as we know, is it has to do with again what's happening with um, with the NOPD and the lack of numbers. She would rather she'd rather again let the, let the hospitality industry sink a, a slow death uh, than, than again to to lift these mandates and and allow folks to be able to, again feel free to be able to go to these restaurants, bars, hotels, etc. Because she knows there's certain people who are just not going to cross the 17th Street Canal, not going to come to New Orleans with with a vaccine uh, ID mandate. They're just not going to do it. Now, again, look, I am going to continue to wear a mask, okay? But that's me. Uh, again, I said this since the beginning of this pandemic. It comes down to personal responsibility and personal choice, okay? I'm not going to put myself in a position where I don't feel comfortable. I will walk out of a restaurant, a bar, uh, a, 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 a sporting event, a concert, whatever, if I'm not comfortable. But, again, that, that, is, that again, is, is my is my prerogative and, and, again, a personal responsibility on me to be able to, first of all, protect others, but also to protect myself. So we'll see how it plays out. But uh, I will say what has been played out is all these restrictions at this point. People are tired. They're, 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 again, they're, they're at this point, they want to make their own decisions on, again, how they're going to deal with this. So at this point, government, this is no longer a, quote, unquote, public health crisis. When you get to a positivity rate as low as this, as, as we are now, where you have people have been vaccinated at the rate we are, let's get back to a sense of normalcy here and allow our economy to, again, kickstart once again before it's too late, before it's too late. And that's the, that's the key here. Uh, again, people are creatures of habit. They like restaurants, certain restaurants, like certain bars, like certain hotels. They like to go to certain places on vacation. When they start to, turn, to try other things that are new, a lot of times, again, what they once liked and enjoyed as part of their everyday um, a routine, that moves on. She is putting people in a position now where they're forgetting about Orleans Parish. And that's a death nail for our city. All right, we take a break. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system or heating system, Burkhardt has you covered. Authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, and then, of course, the service behind the sale. Uh, Nate certified technicians doing only the work that's necessary. And, of course, when it comes to installing a new unit, treating your home like their home. Again, you want a company you can trust that will be there before and after the sale? It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. 
Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Food's so good, you just can't stop thinking about it. Imagine perfectly fried shrimp, crab cake, and crispy catfish. Serve with cocktail and tartar sauce, coleslaw, onion rings, and french fries. That's our fried seafood platter at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. And for dessert, dig into our Oreo crumble cheesecake. New York-style cheesecake on a walnut graham cracker crust covered with Oreo pieces and chocolate. Only at Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So as you guys know, Mark's gone. The float artist at Fred's Floral just took off, days before the parade. They need a replacement before business passes them by. Oh, and who am I going to get to finish the float? Indeed can help them hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Did you know that you might be overpaying for your prescriptions? It's okay, because there's an easy, convenient solution. Check GoodRx. GoodRx lets you compare prices at different pharmacies and shows you where to get the lowest price. Here's Joe, a doctor and GoodRx customer. I was able to look up some medicines that I was going to get, and it saved me a good amount of money. GoodRx is helping millions of people, and it can help you too, for simple, smart savings. Check GoodRx. GoodRx is not insurance. In 2020, GoodRx users saved an average of 79% off retail prices, individual compensated for their time. Visit GoodRx.com forward slash radio to learn more. Looks as though Mike Tomlin, the Pittsburgh Steelers, has taken his name out of consideration for the LSU job. Uh, there were a lot of folks out there that were thinking that Tomlin might be uh, might be uh, interested in it. Obviously, he comes out today and says, "Look, you know, doesn't want not, happy happy in Pittsburgh, not interested in again uh, going to LSU." And that makes sense. I mean, look, such a different situation between college and pro. And when you've been a pro coach for most of your career, uh, going to college and having to recruit and everything else. Uh, it's just a whole different ball game. So we'll see how that plays out uh, going forward. By the way, uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting it is a torn pectoral muscle uh, for Andres Pete. He's going to have an MRI to see the extent of the damage, but he could be out for a while. All right, we'll talk some Saints and Pelicans when we come back. We're going to be joined by Les East of CrestedSports.com at the bottom of the hour. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you till 6.
join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit, you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Wallens 106.1 FM Nash Icon, iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app. Take the show with you anywhere. Of course, our podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Um, also, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We're going to be joined by Ed Daniels, sports director over WGNO uh, TV 26 here in New Orleans. Less east of CrestedySports.com will join us at the bottom of this hour. We'll talk Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans with him. All right, uh, let's let's get into it. Uh, 
Uh, we, if you missed any of the first hour, we talked a lot about uh, we talked about the Saints. We talked about Jameis Winston. Uh, we touched on the Pell's son. We talked about the mask mandate being lifted by the governor for the uh, indoor mask mandate for the state. Uh, and we talked about the, again the lack of NOPD, uh, NOPD numbers in the city, and of course how that correlates to the uh, COVID-19 restrictions uh, that the mayor has put in. Uh, hopefully, again, the mayor will lift those restrictions with the positivity rate as low as it is now. And, of course, with the governor coming out with, again, the uh, mask mandate being lifted uh, for the rest of the state. But let's jump on the Saints uh, as we, we start hour number two. Um, first of all, the weather last night was Seattle weather. It was cold. It was rain. It was windy. But there was no bomb cyclone that we kept hearing about, right? Um, I mean, I talked about it yesterday. But that looked like a hurricane coming across, the, uh, uh, coming across uh, uh, Seattle. Uh, there was a bomb drop last night, though. It was by, uh, what, the Seahawks' Geno Smith to DJ Metcalf. Uh, Lattimore, again, got beat on the sidelines, and then Marcus Williams taking a horrible angle. Almost reminds you of the Minnesota Miracle uh, for that 84-yard bomb. That was the game's first score. And I'm going to tell you right now, it was the last semblance of life uh, for, for the Seahawks. Uh, the Saints' defense took over the game. Um, they gave up 90 yards rushing total, 167 yards passing for the game. Um, the defense, uh, they came to play. You, I mean, you could see it from, from, again, the outset. Now, look, it was chippy uh, between Lattimore and Metcalf. That spilled over to some, some, some other players as well. Look, first of all, too many personal fouls. Those will get you beat, okay? And even Peyton talked about it in his postgame press conference. Those things will get you beat. But the Saints, uh, to me, looked like, again, they were the tougher team. I thought they proved that they were the tougher team. And I'm going to tell you right now, nobody tougher the Demario Davis, who I talked about in the first hour, who I talked about on social media last night, put on a show for a national television audience. Ten tackles, seven solo, four tackles for loss, two sacks, three quarterback hits, and one pass defense. He was the toughest guy on the field. You know, when, when asked about the chippiness last night after the whistle, he said, and, and I quote, in the NFL, you have seven seconds every play to prove how tough you are. We don't need no fake tough guys. What a quote. We don't need no fake tough guys. Look, we've all seen those guys before, right? They like to talk. They like to talk. They like to talk. They have, they have no interest in getting into any, any type of physical altercation. We saw a lot of that last night from the Seattle Seahawks. They like to talk. They like to be chippy. When it, when it came down to being physical, in between that seven seconds between each play, the Saints dominated. They were the more physical team. And I will never forget that quote again. We don't need no fake tough guys. That's Demario Davis. Demario Davis isn't a fake tough guy. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, he is one of the best all-around linebackers in the game. He's the heartbeat of the Saints defense. He's the leader of the Saints overall. He's the second best free agent pickup in the history of the Saints behind Breeze. And when you look at at one time, you'd say, Breeze was irreplaceable. It's now Demario Davis. Demario Davis is irreplaceable on this team. There is no other Demario Davis on this Saints team. And I thought he put the, the NFL on notice last night that he's an all-pro, uh, something that, again, he's been overlooked now for, for a while. Uh, and I think the, the, that when look at the defense, uh, I, I think that they're, they're going to have to be uh, reckoned with uh, for the rest of this season. Uh, you, you look at, you go back and you look at the stats, and you look at that 84-yard bomb, uh, and the Seahawks had, a, had 100, take that away, 173 yards of offense. The, 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 again, the Saints' defense shut them down. The defense, again, which had a putrid eight sacks coming into the game, uh, they got five last night. They got two on the final drive to slam the door on, on the Seahawks. 
Uh, and I thought, again, the defense was stout on all three levels. You know, uh, running on the Saints right now is a waste of time. Okay, you could try it. You'll get just to be able to try to be somewhat semblance of balance, but you're not getting anywhere. And now you look at that Anyamata coming back. That's going to help the pass rush. That's going to help the second and third levels of the defense, which have been playing very, very well. I talked about in the first hour, the quality depth at linebacker, a defensive back. Dennis Allen, and I, and I really expect to see this going forward, look for him to be much more creative with his blitz packages for the rest of the season. There is no doubt in my mind, when you look at this defense right now, it's for real. It is for real. They had a little bit of a hiccup a couple of weeks back, uh, but, but again, it, it is, it is for, uh, for real. Uh, now, the offense. First of all, and I talked about this a lot in the first hour, Saints fans have to come to grips that, again, this version of the New Orleans Saints are, are devoid of weapons at the, at the wide receiver and, and the, the tight end positions. There's no other way around it. Callaway is the only wide receiver or tight end that can be counted on. Okay, and remember, he's an undrafted free agent. Last night they went into the game with Callaway, Lil Jordan Humphrey, Kenny Stills, Ty Montgomery, Kevin White brought up for the practice squad, and, and uh, Traquan Smith coming off of, uh, of injured reserve. Um, that was that wide receiver. They had Troutman, Juwan Johnson, and Griffin at, at the tight end position. Not exactly an all-star lineup of pass catchers, right? But there lies the problem, folks. Therein lies the problem with this team. They're not getting separation. They're not getting open. They're dropping passes. They scare no one in the NFL. No one. That's why I talked about it again at the begin at, at the uh, uh, before we went to break at the top of the hour. Willie Sneed's available. Now look, normally I'd say Willie Sneed is old news. But at this point, you need, again, guys that, that know the system, will be where they need to be in the, within the system, can get some type of separation, and can catch the football. Willie Sneed did all that, not just for the New Orleans Saints, but also for the Baltimore Ravens. So maybe, again, they'll bring him in for a look-see. They need some help. Michael Thomas cannot get back quick enough uh, for this team. Now, when he comes back, he'll, he'll, rise all, he'll lift all boats. All these guys will be better with Thomas on the field. But right now, as standalone players, uh, again, they scare no one, no one. And then again, it comes down to Kamara. If it wasn't for Kamara, this offense would be non-existent. Last night, once again, carrying the offense on his back. 20, he had 20 carries for 51 yards on the ground. He had uh, 11 targets, 10 catches, 128 yards while receiving, and one touchdown. He is the offense. Okay, he is the all. He is every part of the offense, and the defense knows it. And they can't, still can't stop him. Um, by the way, Winston had eight carries for 40 yards last night. Uh, between Montgomery, Azebo, and Arma, they had three carries. Uh, they had three carries for three yards. By the way, the the the, uh, the other eight pass catchers uh, that were on the on the field last night, nine catches, 94 yards. Does that tell you what what, what uh, Kamara means to this offense? He is the dominant player on the, on, on running the football and, and pass catching. Now. To just, as I said a little bit earlier, to say that the running backs uh, and, and the wide receiver position, uh, players that are on these teams that play those positions on pedestrian is being kind, and I'm trying to be kind to them. But, again, I'll, I'll go back to what I said earlier today. I still don't understand why some fan, fans are, are still ragging on Jameis Winston. Okay, he didn't turn the ball over last night, Okay. He has Kamara and Callaway as his only reliable weapons. And, yes, even when he got in trouble, uh, where in the past he's been kind of hesitant, he ran the ball eight times for 40 yards, again, picking up needed first downs for this team. Did he miss receivers? Yeah, he missed receivers. Okay. Is he comfortable in the pocket? No, not as of yet. Is he still learning the offense? Yes, he is. Six games, ladies and gentlemen. Six ga- he's played six games in a Saints uniform. Okay. Okay. He's not turning the ball over. 
He's getting better. Look, everybody wants Drew Brees' accuracy. Drew Brees' knowledge of the system. Brees' pocket awareness. Brees is gone. He's not coming back. Drew Brees is in a booth right now. He is not coming back. So when you look at the Saints' best chance of winning, it's Jameis Winston, okay? He's the best chance of winning. No doubt, like I said in the first hour, Peyton is going is to determine whether Jameis Winston is the long-term answer. But he's a work in progress, and he's getting better. Even though his stats are not Breeze-like, okay, he's getting better. This is a team now that is a defensive team. The defense leads the team, and the stats bear it out. Listen to the stats. Saints, the Saints in Week 8 ranked 8th in total defense at 331.5 yards, uh, yards a game. They're second in scoring defense at 16.8 points per game. Uh, they, are, um, they, they lead the league in red zone defense, uh, rushing, uh, rushing yards per play at 3.3, and, and, and goal-to-goal defense. Meanwhile, offensively, they're 29th in total offense. Who would have thought a Saints team would be 29th in total offense? 296.7 uh, yards per game. They're 17th in scoring offense, 23.3 points per game. Okay, so look, despite an injury-riddled season for this team, okay, at the start of the season, the Saints are 4-2. and two. And we already saw against the reinforcements come in last night. Saints are only going to get better when Anya Mata and Michael, Michael Thomas return. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I believe this is a playoff team, okay? Um, and I think it's going to continue to get better as, as, the, as, the, as the season progresses. Now, last night, I talked about it earlier. Ian Rappaport is reporting that Pete has a, uh, has a torn pec muscle. He's having an MRI to see the extent of that. But, again, he could be out for a while. I expect Throckmorton to be able to slide in a guard. And, look, Will Clapp got cut the other day uh, in, in a roster move. I expect him to be brought back down. And then there's Will Lutz. He is out for the rest of the season. And uh, so, again, the kicking duties now belong to what? Brian Johnson. He was perfect last night, okay, in tough conditions. Also, clutch, knocking down those two field goals. Uh, in, in inclement weather, in a, in a stadium that has that swirling wind, uh, hopefully, again, that's something that's going to continue because the Saints have had a tough time with kickers this year. Uh, the special teams, they're a big reason right now for the four wins that the Saints, Saints have. When you look at this season, the covered units have been on point. Uh, you look at Gilligan in terms of his um, Gilligan in terms of his um, uh, punting again continues to be a weapon. I don't know how you can look at his first six games of the season and not tell me he's not the Pro Bowl kicker. He's not you know, for the NFC and shouldn't be again have an opportunity to be an All Pro kicker uh, in, in terms of I'm sorry punter uh, this season. He's been incredible. He really has. Uh, the, the you know the coverage units have been have been very very good. Uh, and hopefully, again, Harris will be back uh, this week against Tampa Bay because, again, he is much needed. Uh, look, it was 13-10. It, it wasn't pretty last night, but it was a huge win. The defense was dominant. You look at Demario Davis, again, showed everybody. Again, he's, he's an all-pro linebacker and one of the best in the game. You got special teams that were outstanding. Uh, you got to credit the rookie kickers there. Both played really well. You got an offense that's carried by Kamara, but, again, did enough to win. In, in, in a place where the conditions are always tough, where it's a tough place to play because of the fans and the stadium. But last night, the tougher team won. Look, I will take it. I will take it every day, all day. Now bring on Tampa Bay, because that's the real test for this team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I'm going out on a limb right now, on, 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 on Tuesday, okay? Saints are winning Sunday. Saints are going to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday.
I think they're the better team, okay? And, uh, again, if they don't turn the ball over, they are beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to talk a bit about the Pelicans. Also, um, we're going to we're going to talk to um, Lessies at CrestleySports.com at the bottom of the aisle. We'll cover Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans with him. Uh, but coming up next, I'll give you my take on the Pels getting their first win of the season. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory Airline, and Metairie. Uh, again, um, if you're looking for a, a company you can trust uh, with with your uh, your tires, also again with your uh, your vehicle, it's Southern Tire. They got you covered. First of all, Nate's, uh, when you talk about Southern Tire, ASC certified technicians. Uh, again, the, the the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealerships. Uh, but, of course, a family-owned and operated business that's going to be there for you. Uh, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, right there at Southern Tire. I mean, something for everyone's budget. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Also, again, financing is available. If you're, you're, you're tired, you get a flat because of debris in the road, bring it over to Southern Tire. They'll do their best to be able to patch that up for you. If you can't, you get the largest selection of tires right there for you. Uh, truly, again, a family-owned and operated company that, again, does right by their customers. That's why they've been around since 1972. Southern Tire, Hickory Airline and Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. You go to southerntire.com, check out all the service they provide for their customers. You don't stay around since 1972 unless you're doing something right. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory Airline in Metairie. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors. Some people say fall is the best time of the year. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Look out for an accident that's blocking the left lane on 10 eastbound at Elysian Fields. And delays are going to be heavy on 10 eastbound from Loyola to the airport. And then delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. In the meantime, delays are steady. If you're traveling, also be mindful of an accident on 10 eastbound blocking the shoulder at Clearview. In the meantime, delays are solid on 10 westbound from St. Bernard to Canal with delays picking back up on 10 westbound from Causeway to just before the Bonnet Carey Spillway. If you're traveling on the 610 on the eastbound side, look out for delays that are steady from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also, if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway eastbound coming into the city, look out for delays that are solid from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. And be mindful of an accident eastbound at the Crescent City Connection at the Toll, toll Booth Plaza. Also, look out for delays on the West Bank Expressway solid from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. And be mindful of delays that are steady on the 310 northbound from just past St. Rose to I-10. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brander Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. 
Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. Les East, award-winning journalist from CrestedSports.com, is going to join us uh, at about 5.35 this afternoon. All right. Uh, congratulations to Willie Green and, and the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, first uh, win as a, a uh, head coach in the NBA. You know, i got to keep reminding myself, there are nine new players on this team. Okay, uh, Zion is not playing. You got nine. You know, the majority of this team has never played together. You know they're, they're one and four uh, now. They got their first win last night. Kind of a back to back. It's not a real back to back because they had a a day off in between. But a back to back, nevertheless, against Minnesota, uh, in Minnesota against the Timberwolves. One hundred seven ninety eight was was the score last night. Look, it, it was a game that where, where you got the feeling that after the the, the first three losses, the, the the Pels are really starting to figure it out. Look, Brandon Ingram has been playing incredible, okay? Now, again, he put on about 15 pounds of muscle. Uh, you can see that, uh, first of all, that uh, he's embracing his role as a leader, uh, that he is the best option on offense, bar none. Uh, defensively, again, he is, he is uh, uh, playing solid defense. He's hustling. 
but unlike the first three losses, it looks like his teammates, are, uh, again, have finally given him the ball in a position to be able to score. I saw a bunch of times last night where, again, they waited for him to come out of the curl, to go get into his spot. The ball got there on time, and, of course, he's knocking down the shots with nothing but net. His length gives him so much of an advantage in a lot of cases when he's on. Um, again, last night, 27-9. and nine. He's the go-to guy on this team when it, when, 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 when it comes to the offensive end. But I'm telling you, uh, the fact that he's hustling like he is and he's playing defense, that goes a long way uh, to influence the rest of his teammates. Valanchunas, look, he started off really horrible in his first game. I mean, a lot of it, again, I said might have been, you know, first game jitters. He has played well. Uh, 22 points last night, 23 rebounds, two blocks, okay, getting much more comfortable. He's been a force inside. Now his shot's falling, okay, from the outside and the inside. He anchored the, anchors the, the paint uh, for this team. He's setting picks, which are huge, again, for guys coming off picks. And it's already proven out just within a couple of games. He's so much of a better option than Adams was last season. Now, look, I'm going to stand by what I've been saying. Um, you know, how are him and Zion going to coexist in the paint? Because even though uh, Valanciunas can step out and knock out, not knock down a three-point shot, he is better in the paint and around the basket. You heard Ali Cassell on the on the program last week. One of the things he talked about was him in that dunker spot, which I get. You know, again, that's an easy deal if you got that guy in the dunker spot. But again, this guy is legit. He's playing well, and um, and he gives them a force inside in terms of a guy that can can, can be a big man uh, defensively in the paint, but also be able to step out and score for you as well. Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, I, I said yesterday that I, th- I thought he needed a yellow light, right? Because he's got the green light, and all he does is shoot. Last night, again, he, he, he didn't take every shot that, that came his way. He actually passed the basketball. Now, look, he's going to be counted on the score because, again, you look at a god number of guys that can, can score on that team consistently. He's a scorer. But, again, he's got to be more selective. Last night, 17 points. He had uh, seven rebounds and three assists, and he played pretty good defense. So, again, it was an all-around a pretty good game for Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Graham has been steady. Now, look, the only, only, the only criticism I have of Graham right now is, look, 21-7 and seven last night. He had four turnovers. He's got to get his assist numbers up. Okay, six, uh, hit four turnovers the other, I mean, sorry, four assists the other night, seven last night. Man, you want to try to get him up to double-figure assist, especially if he's going to be the main point guard for this team. We'll see how that plays out. And that may change a little bit when Zion comes back, but you'd like to see him get his assist up. But I thought the team as a whole, I thought they shared the basketball. I thought they hit the boards. Look, they out-rebounded the Timberwolves last night 60-41. to They had 45 on the defensive boards. Now, a lot of it had to do with Valanchunas, but everybody went to the boards. And they played defense. And then you look at the rookies. You know, I talked about nine new players on this team. I didn't think the rookies would be getting this much time. Herb Jones is offensively challenged, but he's the Pelicans' best defender. Uh, you know, you could talk about Josh Hart. Uh, you could talk about Najee Marshall. This kid coming out of Alabama, four-year kid out of Alabama, a rookie, is already, again, uh, the best defender on this team and, and, and deserves an opportunity to continue to start, depending on, again, how the lineups are, gonna, are, gonna, are going to uh, – uh, going to play out. Look, he locked Edwards down last night, who, again, I think is an up-and-coming star in the NBA. The guy had 16 straight points, and then Johnson gets, uh, and I'm sorry, then um, Jones gets on him, and, and he does nothing, okay? Shuts him down. Uh, then you look at Trey Murphy. Look, he's starting to get more comfortable. 
You know, I heard a lot of people saying, you got to start him. He's going to be knocking down 20 a game. Look, he's a rookie. Uh, he stayed four years in, in college. He comes in a more polished and refined player, but he's got to get, again, used to the NBA game and, again, the picky spots on where he's going to shoot. If he's got any kind of space and he's kind of, again, he's within, he's within the, the flow, he's knocking down the shots. Uh, he uh, had six points last night, uh, and I'll tell you right now, uh, when, you, when you look at he's only going to get better uh, as, they, as they go deeper in the season. I like his defensive t- intensity. Uh, uh, as well, uh, you look at again the the, the fact that uh, you know uh, the sharing the basketball uh, overall. When you start talking about this team, uh, I think overall you look uh, they did well last night. They had five steals and five blocks. Turnovers are an issue for this team, though. Just in Minnesota, over those two no over that three night stand, where again they, they played um, when they played on Saturday, took off on Sunday, and came back on Monday, fifty turnovers, fifty. 30 on, on, on Saturday, 20 last night. Look, you can't win turning the ball over like that, okay? That's just it. They're going to have to be able to start to take care of the basketball better. Maybe that comes again with time, playing with each other, you know, again, being around each other, knowing what guys like to do on the court, where they're going to be, et cetera. But this team is still finding its identity. But if they're a team that plays good defense, they rebound the basketball, which, again, what, defense and rebounding is about effort, energy. If they share the basketball, which, again, giving up a good shot for a great shot, we've seen a lot of that over the last, especially last night's game, uh, they're only going to get better. And then when Zion comes back, there's another adjustment period because of his presence on the court being such a ball-dominant player. But you've got to like, again, where, where the Pelicans are right now. Uh, they're still trying to figure out their roles, but, again, if they can continue to tread water until Zion gets back, uh, you know, we'll see how this plays out. But I've got to keep reminding yourself, ladies and gentlemen, Nine new players on this team. And, again, this is not, uh, again, Stan Van Gundy's team or, 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 or Alvin Gentry's team. Uh, these lineups are fluid right now as uh, Willie Green start, tries to figure out what he has in, in his team. So uh, we'll see what happens Wednesday. They're back in, in, in the Smoothie King Center against the Hawks, uh, again, who a formidable opponent. We'll see how they play and if they continue to, again, get better. Last night was big. First win for the season for the Pels. First win as a head coach uh, for Willie Green. All right, we take a break. We're going to come back. We'll have um, Les East on the program. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, if you're in the market for a generator uh, for your home or your business, my friends at Burkhardt are the experts. That's right. They, they're not going to sell. They, you know, they're not in the hard sell game, okay? What they like to do is, Jason Burkhardt has come to your home, sit down with you, do a consultation. That includes him listening to what you want. Okay, how much of a generator do you need to power up your home when the electricity goes out? How much of a generator do you need to power up your business when the generator, when, when, when uh, I'm sorry, when the electricity goes out? You know, again, generators have become prerequisite for anybody that owns a home or a business these days in South Louisiana. You just can't trust the utility company. At Burkhart, you can trust them to be able, again, be there for you before and after the sale. When it comes to generator sales and service, they're the experts. Remember, financing is available for generators. You pay that over time. The new install quality check is something they do after one month. They do that for everything they install for you. It's part of, again, what, they're, what they do with their, in terms of customer service. And then when it comes to service, 24-7, 365 emergency service on your generator. A warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for a generator. No excuses. Just get it up and running. And then the other thing is, if you have utilized that generator over 100 hours, uh, you need a company that you can trust to service that. Burkhart can do that for you. 
When it comes to generator sales and service, Burkhardt are the experts. Burkhardt Air Conditioning, Heating, Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelman. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Running a business has enough challenges. Finding good employees should be one of them. Cumulus Media New Orleans is here to help you find employees you need now. Contact us today to be part of the Cumulus Top Jobs Program by featuring your open jobs online and on the radio. It's easy, affordable, and most of all, it works. Email us today to get started at nolasales at cumulus.com or go online to nolacumuluscares.com. Cumulus Media New Orleans, digital and radio solutions that work because your business is our business. Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. My pleasure to bring on award-winning journalist, accomplished author, Les East of CrestedSports.com. Les, how you doing? I'm doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Les, especially after last night. I was telling told the audience in the first hour, you know, I, I, I watched the game, the Saints game live. I, I, I recorded the uh, Pelican game, and I tried to stay away from, you know, any scores. Uh, and I, I got to tell you, as, as you know, as I was starting the night thinking about, man, this is going to be a real late one uh, because I probably wouldn't be able to get to the, the Pels till about midnight, and I was kind of dreading it. But uh, thankfully, again, the, the night was a winning night for both the Saints and Pels. 
So, again, as I got into the, 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 the second game, I was like, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And, of course, they end up uh, winning the first game for Willie Green. So all is right on airline drive. Yeah, I, I don't think either performance is going to be shipped off to the Hall of Fame. But, no. uh, you know, you don't turn your nose up at any wins, especially when you have a basketball team that started the season 0-3 and play pretty poorly in, in those games. And then the Saints in a, uh, a difficult spot with the weather and uh, facing a desperate team in, in a tough place to play and, and still being shorthanded, even though they're starting to get back to health. So, you know, the, under the circumstances, that they were two uh, solid wins and much-needed wins. So, yeah, it, it, there's nothing to turn your nose up about. Nope, not, not, not at all. And let's start with the Saints. Just an incredible defensive effort led by Demario Davis last night, who, look, I, I talked about it. He's the second-best free agent acquisition in the history of the organization behind Drew Brees. And he is the now, not just the leader of that defense, but the leader of that team. And he, he had his full repertoire on display last night. Yeah, in fact, uh, I tweeted at the end of the game that, that there's only one Mar- Demario Davis, right? Because it seemed like there were more, there were at least two of them on the field because he was in the backfield making stops. He was making uh, stopping running back sideline to sideline, pressuring the quarterback. He almost made an interception on the last Seattle offensive play, way up the field on that fourth and. 28 or whatever it was mm-hmm. i mean it was you talk about his whole repertoire that's exactly right he was all over the field against the run and the pass and uh he just he doesn't come off the field he's just you're right he's the leader of the defense and the leader of the team he's irreplaceable there, there is not a ne- look they have more depth that they've that they've had in a long time at that and, and quality depth at that linebacker position. And those young linebackers are going to just continue to grow. But there is no Demario Davis. You lose him and there's nobody to replace him. Yeah, and he's probably the most irreplaceable person on the team. Uh, you know, you would hate to lose Jameis Winston, but and Taysom Hill would require a lot of adjustments, but you, you could get by with that at least for the short term. Uh, and they've had injuries at virtually every other position, and they've been able to withstand them. But the, the drop-off from him to whoever would be next in line uh, w- would just be enormous. So, uh, knock on wood, he stays out there uh, because he is so important. Amen. But uh, just talk about the defensive performance as a whole. Uh, again, the inability to run on him. Uh, again, even with the chippiness, which again, the, the, the penalties were, 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 were you know, a little bit ridiculous. And look, it, the, the Saints are not going to win a lot of games when, when you're in a situation where you're, having the, you know, where you're getting penalized like they were penalized last night. Uh, you know, again, uh, you know, seven penalties for 90 yards, that'll get you beat. Yeah, the penalties weren't good, and, and two or three of them were just bonehead uh, penalties uh, that never should have happened. And then uh, the touchdown play was just sloppy, although you probably could have called offensive pass interference if you wanted to be a, a stickler on DK Metcalf, and that, that was a, a breakdown. So there were a couple of blemishes there, but overall they gave up fewer than 300 yards. Uh, 82, I think, came on that touchdown play. You just got the sense as the game went along, there was no way Seattle was going to drive. You know, they caught lightning in a bottle once, but they weren't going to drive a significant distance to get any points. Uh, The Saints were going to have to provide them with a very short field if they were going to score a second time. And the Saints did give them 
uh, excellent field position. And then uh, after the, I think it was after the Troutman fumbled, they had a chance to score, and the defense pushed them back to the point where they missed the field goal. So even when they yes. had an opportunity, the defense pushed them back to the point where they couldn't get points that would have been huge at that point in the game. So it was a dominant performance. They took advantage of a team that was missing its quarterback. Sure, and, uh, as you need to. It, it, is kind of limited on offense and uh you know they took care of business dennis allen had a very good plan and they Mm -hmm. executed it very well well and you mentioned the 84 yard bomb you take away that 173 yards of total offense for for for, um uh, for seattle nobody again that is dominant defense and and of course uh uh you look at what the sacks eight coming in five last night uh, two on that final drive to slam the door on them. Uh, Got to give a lot of credit to the defense on all three levels. They played well. Let's talk about the offense, though. Look, I keep hearing it. Look, Drew, uh, Jameis Winston is not Drew Brees. And, and I know this fan base is spoiled by having Brees. But the guy's played six games in a Saints uniform. He's not turning the ball over. Is he accurate everywhere? No. Is, is he a guy making mistakes sometimes? Yes. But he has, he has, he has a, a receiving core that includes tight ends that are, that are devoid of talent. The offense is Alvin Kamara. They are one-dimensional offense right now. Maybe you could throw a little Callaway in there. I do not understand, again, this negativity toward Jameis Winston. Yeah, I think it, it must be coming from people who had made up their minds about him based on his time in Tampa and uh, just – can't really be dissuaded from that point of view and uh you know and he did throw for 5,000 yards his last season in Tampa it's not like he was a bust in Tampa he just wasn't right capable of elevating a mediocre team to to heights beyond mediocrity uh but he's played very well you know how many balls last night did he put in a position where they should have been caught and were not caught if the receiver's were better and were doing a better job, his numbers would be even better than they are, and they're pretty good. I mean, the, 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 everybody was talking about how he can't turn the ball over. Well, what does he have, three interceptions and a fumble loss in six games? That's it. He's got like 13 touchdown passes. He's really done a very good job of scrambling, whether it's to buy time to keep a play alive or to gain yardage. He's really done a good job in that, and I never really expected to get much from him in that regard. So, you know, he's not a great quarterback at this point, but he's a different quarterback than Drew Brees, and Sean Payton is trying to fit together Jameis Winston's skills with Sean Payton's offense, and that requires adjustments on both parts and they're doing a solid job of doing that. They're getting better every week, and I wish nobody would judge this until the season is over because I think they're going to be pretty happy with the results. They should already be pretty happy with the results. Especially if, again, your biggest fear was, here's a guy that can throw for a lot of yards and have gaudy stats, but he's going to turn the ball over, and that's going to lead to losing games. He has not done that. No, he hasn't. You know, he had a couple of bad decisions in Carolina, and that yes. was partly due to the fact that he was under duress in desperate circumstances. Didn't handle it well, but it wasn't uh, a situation that uh, any other quarterback could have handled much better. And uh, that was one game. You know, you take away those two interceptions, he's thrown one. 
the one fumble he had, he was being hit almost as soon as he went back to pass. So uh, there haven't been uh, a lot of turnovers, and the ones that have been there haven't really been egregious mistakes by him, and he's made good decisions for the most part. He's made a lot of good throws, and he's added the deep ball element that was lacking over the last few years, Mm -hmm. which is the reason why Alvin Kamara has been able to run the ball much better, even though he didn't have a lot of running room last night. But Sean Payton adapted to that. They didn't have the running game, so he went back to using Kamara in the passing game the way he used to, Mm -hmm. and that worked. So, you know, they're getting the job done because they have a good coaching staff and a good quarterback. I'm with you. Now, again, things get a little bit tougher. Andres Pete looks like he's got a torn pectoral muscle. Uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting that. He's going to have an MRI. Uh, Will Lutz is out for the season now. That means Brian Johnson, who kicked very well for them last night under tough circumstances, will be the place kicker going forward. It's been, it's been a revolving door at that position. Uh, and, but, again, this team is 4-2 and two with, again, the division, champ, with the division uh, uh, leaders coming in uh, and, the four, and, the, and, again, the defending Super Bowl champs on Sunday. I'm telling you, I like their chances on Sunday. Well, I think they have a shot. I think we're going to learn a lot about them by how well they compete. It looks like the Bucks are just getting better every week, and uh, they're, they're really playing uh, excellent football on, on both sides. <clears throat> but we'll see. I, I would give the Saints a, a chance in that game. You know, uh, Pete losing Andres Pete is, uh, hurts, but, you know, you just got back Armstead and McCoy. And it, if you were going to say – out of those three, which one could you afford to lose mm-hmm. the most? It would probably be Pete, even though he's a starter. So that's, you know, the line is still in pretty good shape. The backups have played well already when they've been thrust in there. Now, the kicker, I have no idea what Brian Johnson's going to do. He, he right. did what he was supposed to do last night, which was great in, in bad weather. Two uh, kicks that should be made, but a lot of pressure on the second one. So that's, that's a nice start for him. But, Wilson, that's going to be a week-to-week proposition. But, yeah, they're, they're a good team. They're a well-rounded team. They're an extremely well-coached team. And they're winning with their defense more than their offense. And that's going to make them a, a real challenge for Tampa, just as Tampa is a real challenge for them. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's let's shift gears to the Pels, get their first win of the season. You know, I, I, I told this to the audience. I've got to keep reminding myself, nine new players on this team and Zion's not playing. There is a there is a, a period where you have to get adjusted to your new teammates, to your new system. They're in the midst of this. Now, look, I'm not giving them any passes. 50 turnovers over two games against Minnesota, you can't win like that. But you can see flashes last night. This team is starting to get more acclimated to the system and with each other. Yeah, it's going to be a good while before we're able to make any real judgments about this group. Uh, first of all, not having Zion Williamson obviously is a huge part of that. But at the same point, I mean, they've, they've played, what, four games now, and already we've seen a significant evolution from Valanchunas. Um, you know, what did he have, 22 points, 23 rebounds yep. last night after – Uh, He started the season just with an awful performance against Philadelphia. So, you know, he's figuring it out. They're figuring him out. Brandon Ingram got off to a terrible start to the season shooting. He's gotten gradually better. He hit several huge baskets down the stretch last night. Uh, Devontae Graham, who's 
the probably the most important guy in getting that turnover number down. He's obviously a more of a scorer than Lonzo Ball was, but he has not been a very efficient facilitator thus far. That has to get better. Yep, I agree. Alexander Walker, I think, is gonna is gonna be a really good player. And then their depth is kind of uh, suspect right now because you're not only missing Williamson, you're missing Josh Hart. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can't draw any conclusions, but I wouldn't panic at this point. I think the way they responded last night was encouraging. Now they get to come home, I believe, for three games in four days. Mm, yes. And uh, let's see how they do in this next set of games. I would expect that they would show a little more continuity, a little more progress, even if it doesn't show up with a lot of wins. And they're getting something out of their two rookies. Jones might be the best defensive player on the team, and slowly you see Murphy starting to acclimate himself to the NBA. He can knock down a shot. He just has to feel comfortable. Yeah, and it's it's hard for rookies in the NBA unless you're just an elite talent. And uh, you know, Trey Murphy obviously has an NBA stroke on his three pointer. Uh, it's just a matter of gaining confidence. And I think the more efficient they get on offense, the better looks he's going to get, and, and the comfort level will will we'll find him. And then uh, Herb Jones, you know, I, I I cover a lot of SEC basketball, and I must have seen. Right. Uh, dozens of Alabama games while Herb Jones was there. And he is just a solid player who does all of the the dirty work, all of the hard stuff. And like last night, he didn't score a point, and he impacted the game in a positive way. And so for a second-round draft choice, I, I think that's very good quality. Yep, no doubt about it. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate your, uh, your again, always uh, accommodating me on the radio and TV show. Tell the folks about what you got coming up for us on CrescentCitySports.com and, of course, how folks can find your book. Yeah, thanks, Eric. CrescentCitySports.com. Uh, uh, I'll be uh, posting a two-lane story later this evening. They had their weekly uh, availability. Of course, the number two team in the country is going to be at Yulman. On yep. Saturday morning, and I'll have the Saints story from last night's game. I'll have some more Saints stuff later in the week. And uh, folks can find my book, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes, on any of the uh, web outlets uh, that they're accustomed to, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, et cetera. Thank you, my friend. Check in with you soon. Thanks, Eric. Les underscore East is how you follow him on Twitter. Les East on Facebook. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. AC breaks down. Don't even worry about it. Burkhardt will get there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. And, look, don't sign that contract with any other company if you're looking for a new system until you have Burkhardt at least come out and give you a price. Service before and after the sale, truly a company you can trust. It's Burkhardt, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. 
Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. It's Macy's Friends and Family with our biggest savings on everything you need to get ready for the holidays. Like an extra 30% off brands that rarely go on sale with your coupon or Macy's card. And take 15% off fragrances, skincare, makeup, and more great beauty gift ideas. Going on now at Macy's. Plus get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor is Rapid Urgent Care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care has got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking out the program. Don't forget the podcast will be up about 20 minutes after our show ends. I want to thank Rudy back at studio, Lassis of CrestedSports.com for joining us in the program. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, again, uh, coming up next, it'll be uh, Jude Young with All Access. So keep it right here on 106.1 for some more great sports talk coming up uh, with my man Jude. And as always, thanks so much for, for uh, supporting the sponsor, sponsor our program. Uh, go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. And uh, thanks to those sponsors for supporting our show. All right, it's been a blast, New Orleans. Enjoy your evening. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. Uh, I'm Eric Asher. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. Better know that right.
Your station for prep 